0: Greetings Troubled listeners Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast I am Renee Coman, once again sitting in the heart of the clumpire Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge With my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times And future Mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet
1: Welcome Manny Hey, thank you, it's great to be back here Yeah man Where things make sense to me yes. In more ways than one uh, What's going on? Oh, well, you know, I had
0: a uh, few things that I talked about in last week's uh, show uh, have, have come to pass. Uh, one of them, the most recent i I, uh, I spent uh, nine hours driving up to a gig in Arkansas to play a two hour gig and then nine hours driving back. Oh God, It <laughs> took me three days to play two hours of music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God what was, this was in Hot springs.
0: Uh, it was in Fairfield Bay. Arkansas. I've never heard of it before. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where it's somewhere. Is it's, that it's, where they have
1: those houseboats that tip over? It's
0: close to. It's close to those like the. It's
1: in Motor the Ozarks. Boats. What do they like, call those boats? Mm, they like know. have wheels, but then they can go into the water. Oh, those
0: kind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know what the hell they're. I'm called. not sure, but yeah, they they. I think in in those lakes there, they have a lot of those. Those uh, like raft boats, pontoon yeah. boats, yeah. square—you know—the kind.
1: And you of th- played on those? No, no, oh, it's, okay. I
0: played at a at a barbecue festival, which was uh, barbecue and blues, but it was uh-huh. mostly barbecue. I would say is the, okay. the main focus, but. Uh, yeah, you know what you're gonna do. You you, uh, you, you so take the you didn't spend the
1: night there. I did spend the oh, I spent okay. two nights there. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you said you drove <laughs> no. nine hours, did a two-hour gig, and drove right back. Well,
0: no, no, I drove nine hours, spent the night, played the gig the next day, spent the night again, oh, okay. drove nine. Well, hours. Not, to, to, not too to, bad. No, to, no. Well, mm-hmm. it was it was relaxing except for the nine hours in the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I I, I was low pressure there. I didn't even have to drive except a few hours, but uh, so I spent three days doing that. A um, few days before that, I talked about last week how the how the week after the podcast, I mean the day after the podcast, I was going in to fight my to fight cam- the man. Fight yeah. the man. Uh, yeah. yeah, fight City Hall. Fight the, the power. Two, two different fronts. So yeah. the first one I went in, my 11 o'clock appointment uh, to uh, fight the camera ticket, the school zone camera ticket that yes. I was issued 50 weeks ago. Yes. In uh, September of, of 2022. So anyway, it finally came up, and uh, again, this time, I didn't have any leverage. I didn't have any evidence that I was walking in there with. Uh, now, did
1: they use the cassette players again?
0: Well, I didn't get that far because oh, okay. just like last time, when I actually did have grounds to dispute the thing, they came out before the, I even got back there to the city that, attorney yeah. with the with the, and they said uh, we're just going to dismiss this. Okay? Yeah. And I said sure, fine. Yeah. So when I got the second ticket, I thought, well, let me try that again. Maybe the same thing will happen. Well, you know what? What? Uh, a year later, the same thing happened. They, I, I just signed yeah. my name that I was there, yeah. and yeah. five minutes later, the guy comes out and, and with a paper saying we've dismissed it because uh, uh, no affidavit. No basically. affidavit is the is, <laughs> yeah. is the 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 reason now. I don't know. So anybody out there, if you get one of those tickets, if you got the time, it might be worth your, uh, your while to... Uh, no, it,
1: what is this intersection that you keep getting this ticket at? Well, the previous one was, was on
0: Fountain Blow oh, okay. so in, a, in, a, in a spot where, well, you know, the school isn't the even there anymore. Well, no, no, this was, that's another one that's, that's bad. It sneaks bad. up on you. But for, for a while, they had one on Fountain Blow at, uh, at just before Broadway. It was St. Rita's School, yeah. which you'd never see a child there. They all get out the back. And, and go in and out from the backside, but mm-hmm. but there's a street... Well, that's street. very
1: religious, in and out from the backside. Sure, sure, yeah. it is
0: a Catholic school. Yeah, it is a Catholic uh, But now school. that school is closed. They've dismantled the, uh, the, the, the camera there, but uh, this this ticket i was telling you last week it's it's there on canal street between uh, yeah. like uh i know cortez and, yeah. and Carrollton. again yeah. no school there at all but i guess jesuit's maybe three blocks away i don't know why they have a anyway so they dismiss that so okay all right good good so far then uh, in the afternoon, I, I went over to uh, to Delgado Community College where they were having the satellite hearings for the assessments. Right. If you dispute your your uh, recent assessment, I, I'm sure our guest uh, has got some assessments this year that are shocking in nature. <laughs> I have
2: no idea what you're talking okay. about. Okay. But, like, <laughs> but
0: uh, all right, he's he's, uh, he's
2: such a state of shock.
0: Plenty close to the vest. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. But, uh, so I went in there and I thought that this would be my chance to, uh, cause I'd already gone in, you know, disputed it at the assessor's office and they said, no, we're going to stand pat on what we said. So if you can put it before the board of review, which is, I guess the city council acting in this other capacity, right. so I said, okay, well, I want to do that. So then I went to show up that day and it was just another attorney, maybe from, from the, uh, the city council, but, uh, on a zoom call with. One of the same two assessors from the first time I went to the office, and they said the same thing to me. I'm like, okay, well, yes. They, they said, we're going to stand, Pat. I said, all right, well, let it go to the uh, Board of Review. And they said, okay, we'll do that. And I was like, well, why am I even here today? I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, so that's as yet unresolved. Now,
1: who is on this board of review? Well, I that's don't know. I, I mean,
0: know. It's, it's, it's a board of review that, that is under the auspices of the city council. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be an attorney of their choosing or some staff members from the city council. I'm, I'm really not sure. And I'm not going to be there for any of that. Oh. I I just uh, now so I had already submitted my evidence when I filed for the uh, the appeal. Yeah, and they said, "Do you have anything to add?" And I said, "Well, just that it's too high. You you raised the the building assessment by 110 percent year over year. That seems uh seems excessive." Wow. And uh, you know I, I I submitted all the the CMA. It's like a. a Comparative market analysis of the property and comps. I also submitted. You got
1: a lot of time on your hands. Again, don't you? you said
0: that <laughs> last week. Well, you know, I, I I avoided paying that. Well, this would be hundreds and hundreds of dollars that I'm talking about. Right. That, that the thing. So you know, it's. uh as, and then it's, it's it goes on from there. That's whatever they assess you at successfully this time. That's yeah. your new baseline. It's only going to go. So, you know, it's, it's not just this year. It's every year going forward, you know.
1: Yeah. So
0: no. anyway, so that took up a bunch of time. Um,
1: well, we feel your pain. René. Thank you. Thank we you. Randy. We feel your pain. And hopefully it'll all work out for you in the end.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, it's going to work out one it, way or the other. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't yeah. think
1: so. Yeah. Well, uh, so what's up with you, Manny? Uh, not much. Not uh, too much. Not since I last saw you last week, when our guest was a no-show. Right, right, right. Only, yeah, only, the, only
0: the second time that's happened in the history of the
1: show. Uh, yeah. two two hundred
0: 248 shows we've yeah. done. The, the uh,
1: first time it happened, the guy had a good excuse. He died. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, uh, not much going on. I, I, I I'm kind of feeling melancholy because this, this week. Uh, uh, I don't know if I, I talked about it last week, but this is Pat Sajak's last season on Wheel.
0: Okay, you have and, mentioned that, yeah, but uh, it's really coming I, down yeah, to it. I no? was
1: watching it tonight, and, and I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, that's a good gig for me, maybe. I might try to do that gig, but I I, I don't think Vanna and I would get along. No. Anyway, uh, but might other than, yeah, it might be chemistry. I don't know. Um, uh, I've been watching. You know, it's it's getting really nasty with the political commercials now for our race oh, yeah. for governor. I've <laughs> right. been watching a lot of these commercials, and uh, the one that I found hilarious uh, was um, the one that uh, uh, our the guy who probably will be our next governor, that guy uh, Landry. Okay, who, I think you did
0: mention this. It, yes, uh, did, the
1: commercial. Oh yeah. Okay, I already mentioned that. Okay, uh, you know, I forget these things. Sure. But sure, anyway.
0: Sure. Um, but yes, you were you were saying that his, it, in the commercial it says uh, his mother was a teacher yeah, his and dad, his father was a man, man of faith. faith now I've seen that commercial several times mm, since yeah, then. The, yeah. I think that's a weird way to put it. You know, if you're going to say uh, you know your father was a minister, your father was a rabbi, you right. know, you say your father's a man of faith. What does that mean? Exactly. I don't know. It's pretty, but I'll tell pretty you vague now, language. Yeah, I'll
1: but, tell you that picture that picture of his mom. She's hideous. Well, she it's an old picture. Yeah, ugly. That was like her high school picture. She was <laughs> Idiot!
0: No, that was not yeah. a great
1: picture. It Was not <laughs> a great a picture, of her, <laughs> man, at all, <laughs> man. Uh. You know. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, I digress. But uh, um, um, I, I did want to talk about something, you know, because I love football. I watch football, you know, all the time, and I love right college. yeah. And uh, you know, it's a violent game. Oh yeah, very. It's a it's a it's a Blood, collision yeah. game.
2: I know it all too well.
1: Yeah, and uh, and I just saw just over the weekend that, uh, and this is how violent it's been getting, football. It's trickling down, you know, college and high school, peewee football. But apparently there was a a, a, a sideline photographer okay. at a college football game, uh-huh. and he's taking pictures of the game. You know, he's on his knees. He's got his big
2: I see where this is big going. Big
1: lens. Yeah. And a play went towards him, and the players ran out of bounds, and they ran into him, and he died. No, oh, yeah, God. it was the collision was so bad. This poor photographer just got hit, and he died. Holy moly! You know, it's crazy, going nuts, right. man. Oh. You know, and then over the weekend at a Alabama high school football game. Now this is <laughs> weird. Uh, the game was over. But um, the, the the band of the winning team, the conductor of the band, kept playing. He kept conducting his band to play, uh, okay. and the game's over, and they told him to stop. They said, the game's over. Stop. But for some reason, he didn't want to stop. He says, we just got one more song <laughs> to do. So
0: People, we practiced they, all these. We yeah, got to get them out, man.
1: I guess so. Maybe they just need more rehearsal or something. I don't know. But it became a confrontation of course and this guy the police tased him and then arrested him. The band director? Yeah, the band director. Wow. <laughs> they tased him because he would not stop. Now I saw the I saw
2: what's that? Was it away game? What?
1: I don't know about that, but I saw some of the footage yeah. and he was very, you know, very energetic. So I think he had a lot of school spirit in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the game's over. Game's I know. Over. Yeah, the kids want to go home, I'm sure too. The bus is waiting. Uh, right. you know, well, that no, kind of,
0: but they were the band wasn't keeping them waiting. They could no, have just left without they, the band, you could, know. But
1: but this guy, uh and uh, and the police just said they had enough, so they just take them. <laughs> oh brother. Check him
0: out. Not They're music just, fans, huh?
1: I don't know. Maybe okay. you know, these guys want to get home.
0: Everybody's okay? a critic, man. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, well, everyone just wants to get home. It's like, dude, it's Friday night. You know, I want to get home, drink my beer, go to bed. That's probably what these cops I, were yeah, thinking. I
2: got caught in the uh, St. Aug 35 traffic last week at Tide Gormley.
1: Wow, the traffic?
2: Man. Yeah. Oh, God. that's Oh, oh yeah. That's I tough. Tried to, well, I, I thought I was taking the shortcut.
1: No, you know, no, no, the no, 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 know, idea, no, 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 Oh, yeah. Totally. I the Worst idea. I I thought,
2: oh, how romantic. Let me take my wife <laughs> to the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday night. You know, had a nice dinner in the French Quarter with some friends. Birthday dinner. You know, take a, instead of getting on I 10, I'm like, let's just go through the park. Right. Picturesque.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next
2: thing I know, you know, giant traffic jams. You're just stuck behind buses. Uh, And not only that, then I had to be the one that, uh, you know, kept everybody entertained while we sat in 45 minutes. Oh,
0: okay. So you had to exactly. do shtick, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to do shtick for uh, 45 minutes <laughs> in the
2: car to keep three people awake, because <laughs> we're like, a, you know, a stone's throw from their house. But right,
1: yeah. right, right. Oh, anyway. No, that's not, yeah, By, that's. Not buyer, buyer good. beware. Yeah, tell sure, you no. on Friday
2: nights. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the stay away from the park because I live in that neighborhood. Yeah. I live near close to that neighborhood that's too. Be-
2: yeah, I was really. You happy. just forgot. You forgot. You know uh, what? I forgot it was football season, right, I it was right. Friday night, yeah. I forgot the whole thing. Yeah, you
1: yeah. Know? yeah, stay away from that area yeah. uh, on Friday nights during football season. But also what's going on, I just heard this morning, um, it's been kind of a controversial thing with our, our government. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently uh, our senators now can dress any way they want to. They don't have to have a dress code anymore. Did you hear about this? No, I hadn't heard anything. It happened, I I guess, in the last few weeks, it's been building up because there's that one senator, Democratic senator from Pennsylvania, the guy who had like a stroke, a mini stroke or whatever, and they didn't know if he was going to win the election or not. Fetterman? Yeah, Fetterman, that's it, yeah. Yeah, Fetterman. Uh, He's been showing up for debates or whatever on the Senate floor like in you know a hoodie, like, uh, like a hoodie and sweatpants yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that kind of stuff, <laughs> but they they didn't let him in so uh, they, he had to he had to scream his objections from outside the room or whatever Oh, right? they had a dress they code there's a dress code for the Senate. Oh, okay. You have to wear a suit and ties mm. and and uh the women, I don't know what they have to wear anyway, um so the guy who heads the Senate, I forget his name, um I don't know. They. They talked it over because, you know, they decided, you know what, who cares about a dress code? You can dress any way you want now for the Senate, mm. which I don't know how you feel about that. But I think it's kind of like, wait, wait a minute. These guys got elected. We should hold to them. So. Certain hold, decorum. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, I don't like that Galatoise lets people in with, uh, without a suit and tie anymore, you, you know?
2: know? You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I mean, let's keep yeah. it classy, people. You yeah. know what we have to be in Bermuda shorts and flip flops well, everywhere? Well, it's
1: kind of like how you know Vegas when the, the heyday of Vegas when I used to go in the late. Right in the late 70s, early 80s That's when they started letting people in With the shorts and uh-huh. the flip flops yeah. and stuff Because the corporations started to take over As long as your money's green That's, yeah, all, they care about. that's all they care about now. Yeah. Back then it was like you know, I remember my mom and dad getting ready to go for a weekend in Vegas And I'd never seen them dress that way before It was like, damn, you're looking good yeah. Mom yeah. and dad, you know uh, but that's all gone. People had let's self it respect. It yes. Let's bring it back. Absolutely. Yeah, let's yeah, def- make a little but effort. But anyway, people. so the Senate, the Senate now apparently can dress any way they want. Mm. But here's the thing their staffers still have to dress. In mm. suit and ties and stuff like that oh, okay. so can we can see now Mitch McConnell showing up in what a uh, uh, you know like uh, a bathrobe a, a bathrobe doing <laughs> yeah, doing the fr- doing the freeze <laughs> right. doing his freeze and and, and Pelosi <laughs> was Pelosi still a senator uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah she'll yeah, show she up is. in a two piece oh, no she's know? a she's a congressman oh that's right yeah, she, yeah. you know but all these senators now can dress any way they want yeah is that yeah.
0: both houses, sen- Senate and Congress, or no, just, just uh, the Senate? just the Senate. Okay, the high the higher chamber is, uh, is playing fast and loose. Yeah. All right.
1: We'll oh, see what happens. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, it'd be cool. Why don't we make them you know wear wigs like they do in England? The old oh, days? Yeah. You know, tories. Yeah, put the wigs right, back right. on. Powdered in, wigs. Yeah. You know? But the politicians oh, yeah. are that's going crazy. a hilarious crazy. look, I mean, oh, yes. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a,
3: it's a
0: hilarious look. It's... it's, it's uh, it's hard to take them seriously with those, uh, with those ridiculous wigs on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but it's hard to take them seriously anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. But especially when we have some of our elected officials like that chick from Colorado who's, like, jerking off her date in the theater.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobert. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, rubbing she's, his
1: genitals. Oh, good. She's, she's yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just quite a piece of work. Yeah. She's yeah. keeping it classy for sure. Yeah. Well uh well I want to give a shout out to uh we lost a, a troubled men guest this oh, week Manny. Good. Yeah yeah. No, know, was it's it? uh, it's uh, Stanley Atkins. The great Stanley uh, oh. Atkins, a rockin' man.
3: I don't, shout out to Stanley Atkins. Sh- he was I meet on him?
0: Uh, he was on remotely. Oh. Yeah. He was, he was in uh when oh, we, he was, he was yeah. the guy, but actually when we had Nikki Sonsenbach on here a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about uh he, he and I played in, in Stanley and the Undesirables, uh, the band that Stanley fronted back in the, uh, in the early 80s, kind of a punk rock country band. So, uh, you know, Stanley's one of those guys that you would have thought that he could have gone any time in the last 30 years. Oh, but in okay. fact, he, he hung on for a very, very long time and uh, i mean i was not surprised when we lost him but in in a in a way i was i was it, it really hurt it 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 moved me because I, he's one of those guys like keith richards that you yeah, know man. you know they're gonna go at some point but when it finally happens it's gonna be like wow okay well someone who i i saw thought it would, would uh you know would outlast us all in spite of mm. all of his efforts so anyway so stanley uh, Stanley. Yeah. When was you I
1: don't remember this at all. Um, yeah, yeah. During the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah, okay. he showed
0: up. Uh, uh, everybody can look back on that somewhere uh, in the in the middle there. I'm guessing maybe like episode 142, somewhere okay. around there.
3: Okay. But, uh, well, we'll
0: have one other item before we get to our guest here. Uh, it's uh, are you wearing a Fitbit, Manny? Is that what that is on your
1: arm? Well, it's, it's kind some, of something a fit, like that. Yeah. Because
0: a, a friend of mine was telling me that their mom had, wears a Fitbit, mm. and 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 his mom had had gone to uh, visit a friend that she always likes to visit, like on Friday, and mm-hmm. hang out with, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, smoke some pot, have a few cocktails, and anyway, oh. while while she's there, the uh, the Fitbit had an alert. It, it was, uh, alerted her to a racing heart. Oh. And so then apparently the the Fitbit then goes through a whole protocol where it asks the wearer a series of questions. And first it said, uh, "Are you agitated?" And she <laughs> she said yes. <laughs> and I said, "Are you drinking?" She said, "Yes." And I said, uh, are you smoking? She said, Yes. And I said, uh, Are you taking drugs? And she said, Yes. And I said, Okay, well everything's okay.
1: <laughs> <I> <laughs> said, that was the Fitbit's answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think that must be like one of those on. really yeah. hardcore Fitbit. Exactly. Yeah. This, this yeah, one yeah. just kind of uh yeah. monitors my heart rate and how many steps I make in a day. Oh, okay. And it gives yeah. me my it gives me the time of day. Okay. And I can get text messages yeah. through here.
2: If you don't hit your goal, do you uh make the
1: block I don't have goals you don't know. <laughs> I don't set goals on it <laughs> it's just it just does this it was a gift for <laughs> my family a new, a new, a new it was a goal, gift for my yeah, family yeah, a year right. or so ago the goal is because I it to had the end of one I had one like five six years ago which was one that you just clipped onto your belt mm-hmm. you know your you know, your, your, yeah. uh, your pocket oh, I remember those yeah yeah and uh, I was laying down on my couch one day taking a nap I woke up because we were getting a new couch. Uh. So the the movers were coming to bring me the new couch and take away the old couch. Uh. And I fell asleep on the old couch, and the movers knocked on the door. I said, "Oh yeah, 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 come on in, take this." And that I think it went through the cushions, so I lost it. Uh, Uh, So I lost it, and so uh, that was like five, six years ago. All of that data, all that data about my heart and you know Uh. all that kind of stuff. But I kind of like it in a way because it's kind of nice to know. It's like, wow, I just walked eight hundred steps. I'll never do that again, you know? (laughs) 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 Memorialize, Yeah. Um, You know, but what I do like, it's because I don't, I, you know, at work, I don't carry my phone with me. I just put it in my lunchbox. Uh I never carry it with me. But if I do get like a message on my phone, it pops up on uh, on here. So I'll know if like my wife is, you know, you know, mad at me for something.
2: Um, What's your, uh, are you all, do you all have uh, an aversion to the phone ping and the, the, the watch pinging all day I long? I do. I You know the what I have an aversion to is
1: when I'm watching, like, I'm watching uh, my game shows in the evening. Uh-huh. And you go, they go to commercial and there's all these commercials now where you hear pings. You know, you hear these, like, pings, like, these, like. Commercials that are selling drugs and stuff.
2: Uh, I'm on,
1: you keep hearing pings. I go, Is that my phone? Yeah. Is that my phone? (laughs) You know, it's so annoying. And it happens in a lot of commercials.
2: My wife has the most annoying typing sound on her phone.
1: Oh, really? Oh, really? But, that she, that's
2: uh, making... That, oh, yeah, that's you, you, you awful. you, you got to turn
0: that uh, shit off, man. Nobody wants to hear it's, you it's clicking it's through. A, it's a problem. Oh, no, no. no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no I it's have, a problem. I have all sounds turned off on of my phone. I don't, a, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't. ever want to have, have my phone making any sounds.
1: Well, that, yeah. All right, let's get our yeah, guests yeah, into get the our, mix because... We've waited long enough. Because he's late! Troubled
0: Nation I'm a week late. One week and
2: 15 minutes late. Waited long enough. But,
0: you know, we're a Tenacious, if nothing else. Well, uh, we're very excited to have our, our guest here, to have this guest on the show and to have him actually sitting here tonight. He's, uh, he is uh, the creative director and owner of the legendary Preservation Hall, uh, as well as the tuba and bass player in the Pre- Preservation Hall Jazz Band. He's the son of the founders of Preservation Hall, Alan and Sandra Jaffe. Took over in 93 and has led kind of a, a reinvigoration, a rejuvenation of the Preservation Hall, uh, releasing new records, archival records, touring with the, the group all over the world, collaborating with artists outside of traditional jazz, and uh, recently acquiring the Toulouse Theater, formerly One Eye Jacks, beautiful old theater down there on Toulouse Street. So we're going to get into all that. But without further ado, the great Mr. Ben Jaffe. Welcome, oh, Ben.
2: man. Uh, appreciate it, Renee.
0: Yeah, keep that right on your mouth, man.
2: Appreciate it. There you go. That's, That's that <laughs> voice we love. <laughs> My radio voice. There
0: you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so Ben, uh, we have so much to get into. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, Why
1: are you uh, late?
2: Because <laughs> we just moved out to the lakefront, I forgot uh, how long it takes to get everywhere. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm out by
2: there by Joe Cabral now. Oh, okay. Yeah, right Keep around it. the corner. I haven't gone over and knocked on the door yet. Oh, you should. I got to. You yeah. should.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's got a groovy little pad. You he's have it a for a
2: long time. Yeah. He's
0: been there out there for a long time. You know, yeah, actually, every lo-
1: everybody
2: loves the in. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that why? That's why we all moved out there. Yeah. You know. Right. So nobody <laughs> would yeah. ever drop by. <laughs> right.
0: Right. 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 <laughs> Oh, well, that's lovely out there, man. Yeah. Uh, right off of uh, uh Allen Toussaint Boulevard.
2: Uh, yes, indeed. Nice,
0: nice. Well, so uh, Ben, uh, you know, we could start a bunch of places, but uh, uh, let's start off with uh, you know some background on you personally. So you uh, you were born in New Orleans, obviously.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and you grew up in the French Quarter? Mhm. Okay, so your your parents had a had an apartment near Actually, the
2: Actually, well, Preservation Hall was their first apartment. They moved here from Philadelphia. Okay And Preservation Hall Was their first a- apartment My dad Did his um, His His uh, Like a military service mm. In Fort Polk, Louisiana Okay And that was when he first started Coming to New Orleans Had a, a Fraternity brother here Uh-huh And he played the tuba Had gone through high school On a uh, Military school On a tuba scholarship And mm. All through the 50s Had uh, Become a Like this a New Orleans jazz fanatic mm mm-hmm collected all his parents records and you know all the armstrong hot fives and hot seven records and all the jelly roll morton records and uh you know came to new orleans and had his mind blown yeah you know just wide open and uh, brought my mom here and within like i think you know 36 hours of landing on the ground they had got the received an offer from a gentleman to uh larry bornstein right who um they just, you know, happened into his gallery, uh, following some musicians through the French Quarter, and he offered them the, uh, you know, the the opportunity to, you know, turn this uh, studio that he had been running. A, a, when I say studio, I mean artist studio. Right. Into a, you know. Start having music there more consistently. A proper venue. A proper venue, you know.
0: Now, and, were y'all uh, close with the Bornsteins? Uh, yeah,
2: still are. Oh, okay, because
0: yeah. I, I actually graduated, or I would have grad. I, I was in the same class as Sasha Bornstein yeah. at Ben Franklin. Sure. She, yeah. she left and uh, went somewhere else before. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I still see Sasha. Sasha and,
2: and her, you know, her, her. her Daughters live here in town, and
0: right? Right.
2: Uh, one lives in their old house in the French Quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, one
0: of her daughters was a was a bartender at Rock and Bowl, and then I think she became a physician.
2: She is, yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> she is. I think she's a big, big dog in the state now, or something. Nice, yeah, nice. Some big Lovely
0: girl. Physician. So, that, yeah, that's, they're great people. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, I love the boys But I,
2: I knew them all growing up. Hermes, their brother Hermes, uh-huh. and uh, Rachel.
0: Nice. Yeah. So that was kind of a a tight little community in the quarter, huh?
2: It was. It was small. Uh, there were there weren't that many kids growing up in the quarter. yes yeah. you know there was the Bornstein family, there was us, uh, there was the Lambert family, my mom's sister. Oh, okay. Had a had three kids. We all went to McDonough 15. Uh huh. And um, you know maybe two other families in the French Quarter, but that was about it. Yeah, okay. there really wasn't. Then you know you had to cross Rampart Street to you, you know, into Treme Right. So you started, you know, running into more families. Yeah. You know, or you know. There were a couple families like deep in the Bywater uh, that went to that went to fifteen, but it was, you know not that many not right. that many of us
0: now the quarter at that time when you were growing up in the 70s i guess uh, yeah. it was, it's it was fairly seedy at that time <laughs> i mean i guess it's still fairly <laughs> seedy <laughs> <but, Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's
2: <has> changed <laughs> a different kind of yeah. yeah. seedy
0: <laughs> well, I mean, what were I your, mean, what were I, your recollections uh you know i guess uh, I mean, we weren't, uh, jim garrison was was he still uh, yeah. uh, da well, at the time well he uh,
2: wasn't just... da but i mean there were guy he was on the scene right uh, i mean there were parts of the quarter that you that we weren't allowed to go to. I mean, Jack's Brewery hasn't, hadn't been been rebuilt yet. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, and the Moonwalk wasn't built. So, okay. I mean, if just going to Cafe du Monde felt, felt like it, kind of like an outer limit type of place. Okay. Uh, and then going, you would never go down to the French market at night. Yeah. You know? okay. And then maybe we would, on the weekends, we would go down to Ruby Reds, which is the Dragon's Den now. Uh huh. And that was like a, a twenty four hour kind of hamburger place. Right. And but that would be as deep as you would go. Well I mean,
0: and like Esplanade was still an active prostitute stroll at that time.
2: Probably. I'm yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I'm sure it was. I mean, like we were talking about like, you know, uh like one eye jacks. I mean when we were growing up, uh that that strip right there was was off limits to us hmm. growing up. Um I mean one I mean one Eye Jacks went I don't even know what it, what it was called. I think it was the Toulouse Theater when, right. Book, when Booker was playing in that, like the parlor up front there. Uh-huh. And then it, you know, just... But that whole strip was kind of like bathhouses. Uh-huh. I mean, I think one of them is a cigar bar now. Okay. But if you go in there, there's still like the old Roman, like this oversized yes. kind of hot tub bath uh-huh. thing that's in there. <laughs> um, You know, like where Ralph and Cuckoo's used to be. Like right. that used to be kind of like a a strip and then actually going down Decatur Street. That was a Greek strip back where House of Blues was. Right. Those used right, to be right. like Greek places up on there was a, a series of Greek
0: Right. Greek seamen's uh, yeah. chapel or something. Exactly, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then there was a uh, a bunch of places where you could you know that that cater to to the sailors like uh you could get like Levi's and like you know Army Navy stuff, mm-hmm. like surplus stores along along Decatur Street. Right. But it was like real real uh, down and out. Right. You know, there was no parking lots or anything. I mean, I don't, it was just like, you could just see the train tracks and, you know, you wouldn't never think to go up on the levee. Yeah. To look at the Mississippi. I mean, I mean, this is before like Canal Place. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Oh, yeah, way before. You know, like, I mean, even before the World's Fair, we used to, we would, you know, we would never go down that far. You know, we're talking like before the River Gate, you know, did you ever go down there for, like, the car shows? and?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to, to many, uh, many, um, yeah, car shows, other kind of conventions they had at the Rivergate. I mean, I remember playing, uh, you know, like the, the Bacchus uh, ball oh, and yes. stuff like that, yes. you know, they could yeah, drive, deal. drive the uh, right the, the float yeah. straight into the river. gate. it's a it's a crime they tore that down, man. It really. I mean, it was uh, a, it's, a it's 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 architecturally,
2: a, it was just a, uh, an important building a, a, too. A, a, you know, uh, yes,
0: it absolutely was. Yeah. No, that was that was terrible. It's like put that that uh, Harris there.
2: You know what, the municipal auditorium was rocking back then too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, like wrestling, because we were on Saint Anne, uh-huh. so all the parades ended right on Saint Anne and Rampart, and would. Go in t- to Armstrong Park,
0: right? Well, so, and, and at that time they still had parades going through the quarter.
2: Uh, we we just missed that, huh? Okay, because yeah.
0: I I remember seeing that as a kid. I, mean, I remember seeing like the Pegasus Parade yeah. used to go through I the think, quarter. I think I think it all like,
2: okay. like like between like the early the early to mid seventies it all started shifting. Okay, um, and got then we just we never got yeah, the, the only ones we ever got to see were like the Italian parades. Okay. that they had with like St. Joseph's. Saint, Day parade, yeah, they right, would come right, marching right, through with right. like their little the things with the flowers and right right you know right,
0: sure yeah the marching clubs yeah you start playing music early on your father's a tuba yeah. player
2: uh very early on i mean my yeah my dad was a tuba player when my dad got to new orleans in 61 uh there was a shortage of of, of active marching tuba players huh, okay in the city um and my dad just happened to Arrive at, at just this this moment before Tuba Fats and like you know Kirk Joseph right. and, and those guys came on the scene. My dad was <laughs> a little bit older than them mm-hmm. and and like like very quickly like was adopted by like Harold Dejan from the Olympia Brass Band. Right, yeah,
0: your dad was a tuba player. In yeah, the, and in he Olympia. just
2: and they just became like you know best friends. And Harold became my pyran, and he nice. just you know he was he was there at all the funerals and. You know, all the second lines, and then they ended up getting all the um events at the Monteleone. They mm-hmm. were the, the go to band, okay, because they used to do this uh march with uh like uh, the Alaska, the baked, you know, the baked Alaska. Uh-huh, sure. They had like the sword thing and this big presentation they would do at the at the fair at the Monteleone every night. Uh uh-huh. And then somehow they got connected with the uh, the Fairmont too in the blue room, so sure. they they were like the band for like a window. Of time. They were sort of like, you know, the the only band in town that was, you know. The
0: marching brass band. Yeah, Uh marching brass band, yeah. Man, I was in in the yeah. in a playing a hotel one time just to totally off the subject uh and it was like a a big band on stage and it was the, the grand ballroom it was a huge supper dance of some some type yeah. I can't remember who it's for and they come out on the, d- the middle of the dance floor and do the the whole baked Alaska thing and the yeah. guys throwing the ladles mm-hmm. of of uh whatever that is the brown liquor uh, whatever yeah, brandy, that, or brandy or something, or something. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's lit on fire he's throwing it way up into the air way yeah, up the into brulee. the air okay so he he does this for a few minutes he gets it so high it sets off the sprinklers <laughs> and the, once the sprinklers go off they don't i mean once they yeah. they start yeah. they don't stop right. so right. it it proceeds to dump i don't know several hundred gallons in the in the middle of the dance floor and and the edge of the bandstand gig, gig was over everybody, <laughs> was everybody, everybody, everybody went, went home. home right right Anyway, well, I, I my wife
1: does that at Christmas Eve at her family's house. She does that inside. Yeah, that cafe. What do they call it? the cafe? Really, where you oh, yeah. creme, brulee. creme brulee? Creme brulee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you just pour the drinks and it's alcohol, and the fire goes from. From the ladles into the
2: majors, yeah
1: drink and stuff uh, like back that. And forth. Okay, yeah, she uh, apparently she uh, was taught to do that at a very young age. Her parents yeah. taught her
2: to
1: do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: they were big drinkers, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. better that she handled the, the pyrotechnics <laughs> right,
1: than them yeah. uh, But that's that's amazing to see. So you well, have all these musical yeah,
0: influences Yeah,
2: Well, and then you. our music teacher at at McDonald 15 was Walter Payton
0: crazy the
1: football player yes <laughs> Manny
0: always says that uh uh, uh, uh not the football player uh, okay. not the football player um, a, a great the car ba- dealer great ba- great <laughs> bass player drug dealer. bass player and tuba player i believe also walter played tuba although uh, Walter did uh, play tuba uh, but uh, yeah. i don't remember seeing him play tuba too much but uh,
2: he, you know he's in that less blank documentary what is it um you know all on a mardi gras day oh, okay. or, or there was that Jerry Brock's and Les Blank did. That that Walter's playing tuba but like you know.
0: Okay. That, yeah. I thought I thought I thought I remembered that. Well, you know, crazy thing, Walter was my first band director as well. Okay. At, at Rosenwald Middle School on the West Bank. Oh yeah. So this might have been. Well, no, you're you're younger than me, so uh, uh, and I, I think between I think he might have left uh, music teaching and g- like gone back to Berkeley or something for okay. a couple of years, and then yeah. maybe you caught him after that. But uh, small town man. Anyway, town, so yeah. so you had uh, Walter Payton, great bass player. Uh, uh, I, something I didn't realize for years in, until I was an adult is Walter is the bass player on Working in a Coal Mine.
2: That's Walter.
0: So he was your f- well, that's that's very well, fortunate. Yeah,
2: he, he was he was our 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 grammar school music teacher, and uh, and most most grammar schools didn't have have music programs at that time. So that was you know really special to have a music program at that young of an age. And then he became my, my bass teacher in uh, middle school. You okay. Know, he became my upright teacher. He lived on St. Philip right off of rampart and we lived on St. Anne. So I would go over there and spend Saturday mornings with him. Oh, okay. And this was when uh, Nicholas is paid in his son. Um, the, you know, trumpet player, trumpet, trumpet right. player, you know, the, you know, musical genius. I mean, he's, he was, he's two years younger than me. So okay. we, we, pretty much grew up together and um, ended up at Noke at the same time together. very oh, okay. nice. And uh, that was like my, yeah, my, my, my you know, I had other, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd go around any chance I could and, you know, try to find George playing around town. George or Porter. George yes, Porter so, uh, or, um, you know, I'm just trying to think like, you know, this is like when Benny's was open. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'd go there and just, uh, you know, Saib. Right, um, right. He was you know now, I, ran, I ran into him not too long ago actually. Now uh, did yeah.
0: you did you ever get into any uh like uh, punk rock or rock and roll or anything when oh, you yeah. were a we teenager? Used to,
2: totally. Yeah. We used to um we used to come out and hang up at Jimmy's. Okay. And also you remember uh Bongo in the French Quarter? The uh the punk store.
0: <sighs> oh sure, yeah. The, the punk store. clothing store. Right, right. Yeah. Right.
2: So that was that was right around the corner from our house and I would spend my days there and that was and there was also the, these other two kids whose mom was like a uh, an up? artist oh, okay. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, Getting she, she was an artist from uh from from Manhattan and uh. had married somebody from new, a doctor from New Orleans and she knew all the new wave stuff i mean she knew all the like talking heads uh. and and depeche mode and devo and like the b52s mm-hmm. so i that was where i got that okay. music and then there was that clothing store bongo and i was really into clothing so i used to just go hang out there all the time sure and that was where you know between bongo and like metronome records
0: right get to talk to some girls Act yeah cool.
2: uh,
3: <laughs>
0: god
2: <laughs> I, I mean i'll tell you I was, I was talking to someone today about like i i, I remember my dad because the, the gallery for fine photography Mm we used to be across the street from metronome records, which was right up the street from uh, where the whole foods um, that I mean, at that time it was a a streetcar barn. Right, Uh, right, right. Yeah. But their metronome records was originally right there on magazine street. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like a shoe store now. It's like feet first or something. It's
0: exactly what it is. Yeah. That was, that was a great record store.
2: And then yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey had his fine photography gallery across the street and my dad gave me and my brother like twenty bucks each. So he and he went across the street to see Jeffrey, and we went into. Uh, I'm like nine. I'm probably nine or ten years old, and I don't even know what I'm looking for. Like, right. I, don't, I don't even know pop me like you know. I don't even looking know
0: for what, some cool covers. I mean, my dad's some
2: got every record cool, record that I,
0: covers that look cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
2: But I but I also wanted cassettes because that was the thing ah, at that time. Okay. Like, grab a cassette. You know, yeah. that was like you didn't want pot
1: or anything like
2: that nine years old yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: 20 bucks man you know He's i'll, I'll tell you, that's a, you know, it's I, a little early you know I, it is but you know what's funny brothers like, are smoking it before uh,
2: yeah. I, I, my he, he was 11
1: <laughs> i was smoking when i but was you know, 11
2: you know what not I, a competition i you, growing up i grew up with all these like the people that i grew up with and like you're growing up with that all the time like everybody all the everybody It, it wasn't a big
0: mystery like you were something you were you were uh, uh searching to get into It just kind of felt
2: like like that's what the the fellas did over uh-huh. th- on that side of the yard. Right. You know. Right. Uh no man I wanted to listen to Lee Dorsey and Irma Thomas and like Right. Fats right. That's right. Domino and like
0: At that time in the French Quarter they had a, a ton of of clubs playing what we called Dixieland at the time, mm. traditional jazz. Now, I don't think that was the case when when your folks started uh, uh, Preservation Hall. I think it was kind of a, a low ebb for, for that music. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, there was... I mean, there was a, a, a few places along Bourbon Street, but it wasn't... Um they didn't have the same... Uh, I mean,
0: y'all, like, they started they in, the, in the 60s, so I'm talking about that. Yeah, well, my parents... Right, I mean, right, yeah, right, the right.
2: hall opened in 61. Right. It was before the Civil Rights Amendment, you know, and that was uh, the, really the, the idea behind Preservation Hall was, you know, the musicians and the music drove, like, the idea, but it, my parents were really committed to staying in New Orleans till the passage of the Civil Rights Amendments, and that was, that was what they committed themselves to, staying here you know kind of getting this place started creating an environment for these musicians and preservation hall didn't sell drinks so it was it was, it was really like the anti-bourbon street scene it was more of like the, the french quarter bohemian artist writer scene uh that they you know uh-huh. that they were like you know um like gypsy lou and and uh lou john you know their their printing press mm-hmm. and um you know people like that that were hanging out it was, like it was the pure
0: a, artistic side of of things as a
2: yeah it was that they they weren't music people so they weren't opening it to like run a club they were uh-huh they they that wasn't their their uh the, the
0: driving driving uh, of right and yeah. and one of the things they did was was uh a lot of older guys that that maybe hadn't played in in years and finding yeah. those guys and putting putting them in there and and you know this is uh traditional jazz is so much a, a living tradition in New Orleans and but without those having access to, without the young people having access to those those yes. older generations there's no way there's no conduit for that information to be to be passed
2: yeah it, it, it's uh, I, I was I, I I've 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 explained it to some people as is pretty kind of similar to what Ray Cooter did going to Cuba and and assembling the Buena Vista social club. Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't that these musicians were forgotten. they were just, you know, things had gone a different way. you know, times had changed and tastes had changed and um you know, things had gone in and out of fashion. and um there wasn't, you know, we were, I think as also as a country for the first time, really just starting to discover. Like, you know, our own and appreciate the music from that had really come from, like, you know, from America. You know, Newport Folk Festival was just, you know, and Pete Seeger and everything Alan Lomax was doing. All that was happening. I mean, Bob Dylan, my dad, were like, I think maybe a year apart in age. Uh huh. And, you know, you just think, I always think about like the journeys those they took, you know, coming from Minneapolis, Minnesota to New York in the village. And my parents, you know, they were either going to end up in North beach, like, you know, or they were going to end up in the village or they were going to end up in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And, you know, they ended up in New Orleans. Right. You know, and then, and, and it was like this group of people who all took their own, had their own path and did their own, their, had their area that they pursued some as performers, and then some is you know you know some people who documented it and my parents had a knack for for assembling and being organized right programmers you know? right yeah right. i mean you always need that like you oh, know like yeah. people like you know who can uh make it, assemb- happen, make it happen can yep. assemble people you know nice nice yeah.
0: man This is fascinating, Ben, and we we got so much more to get into. But uh, Manny, I'm looking at the drinks and
1: the the clock. We need a refill. Yeah, we need to refill our libations.
2: And we got to talk about Jimmy's and like the cold. Oh yeah, we'll get into all that. We'll get into
0: all that. But
1: Manny's gonna. I'm gonna what?
0: Oh yeah, get us out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The troubled nation knows what to do. We'll be right back. And we're back, yeah.
0: Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yeah. I am Renee Coleman. You back, are back with our guest, Mr. Ben Jaffe. Now, Ben, uh, I know you're a busy guy. I read one thing where you said uh, you like to have uh, a, qu- a quote from your father. Actually, you like to have ten irons in the fire and ten balls in the air. I say, well, after letting this, I guess we're one of the balls that dropped last week. <laughs> but uh, so, but, was... uh, but I know you're a busy guy. Is my point in bringing that you up? Yeah. You don't have to explain no, I, this. No,
2: this, this is... Um, okay. This, this is it talks of my complete incompetence is that uh, in, in keeping my days straight is mm-hmm. uh, we ha- have had a woman who's been working with us for the past year and she just returned to a, uh, a new... She just took a new job working for the Boy Scouts. And oh, okay. uh, she used to make sure that I didn't... That everything was double checked and entered correctly. Okay. And this is what I this is what I hate about my phones is it doesn't require me to like write something in a book.
0: Right. And so you don't actually have that uh, that that memory sense memory the to, tactile like uh, experience. Of, right, right, right. I, you
2: know I need to turn knobs. Right. And, well, I, I will say to new fader, so uh, I apologize uh, I, I, will,
0: I, I I will say in answer to that Ben that your excuses are your own. A quote from uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Which I love (laughs) So uh, wait
1: a minute She went to work For the Boy Scouts
2: She went to She went and took a job With the Boy Scouts
1: Now do the Boy Scouts Sell cookies
2: Like the Girl Scouts uh, Uh, We can get her on the phone And find out I don't
1: think they do Yeah I don't think they do But uh, they have a whole creed I know that they sell dreams, don't they, the Boy Scouts? Yeah. They sell yeah, dreams. Yeah. And promises. Mm. promises. 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 Promises yeah. to keep.
2: Promises.
0: Okay, well, anyway, uh, we, we got sidetracked there, but uh, Ben, as you're a busy guy um, with your own promises to keep, uh, uh, you don't have a lot of time to listen to the podcast, but uh, if, if you ever.
2: You're not
1: missing No, me. but
2: I saw the chat of my buddy on here a couple weeks ago. Who uh, was well, that? I mean, I know a lot of the people you've had on here, but I. Uh, uh, Jason and uh, uh, Steve, the photographer. Uh, Somebody, Steve, Steve. Steve Report. Steve. Yes. yes, Steve
0: Report. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a few months ago. Yes, Steve yeah. was a great guest. Yes, we met him uh, the night that you and uh, the one time you and I have actually played together. Yes, we. Which you know, I do remember. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, just in February. No, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a stroke since then. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. I remember. Oh, oh, I remember, remember too much. Night. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we actually, uh, that was the night of Chicky Wawa where we yeah. had the, uh, the Clash show. 24 hours. 24 hours of the Clash. And, yeah. and I was in the house band and, and you and some other fellas, uh, yeah. horn players from the, from the Preservation Hall, got up and played three or four songs with us. We yes. had a full complement. We had bass and tuba on, on yes. a few numbers. It was, it was a thrill to do. But uh, anyway, back what, to my...
1: What, what Clash songs have tubas?
0: Uh, none of them have tuba, but we uh, played them with tuba. I mean, there We've, are some albums well, I
2: remember that they no, had. Well, they, I mean, uh, I mean, that when, What song did you do? They, they were, they, they covered Junko Partner. Yeah. I mean, they're the, they're the coolest band Yeah, I you know, love ever. The
1: Clash, I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Actually,
2: I heard that, that at the end of their, you know, when things were kind of falling apart and, you know, they'd mm-hmm. done Sandinista and, Combat the, the, Rock. They, they, there was there was a talk of them starting a, a New Orleans band. Okay. And uh, I, it never so happened. Th- so that's
0: that's that's maybe the the inspiration for you. I've it. always yeah. wanted. To,
2: I've went, I, I've always I've never I never got to meet Joe Strummer, but i
0: man, he yeah. was friends with Joe Strummer. Yes. But uh, you never asked him about uh, having a New Orleans style band. No, you know, I don't, didn't I care don't, about that. I
1: don't recall that. I just remember the greatest thing is when he talked about when the band started to, you know, break down. You know, Mick Jones, anytime they had a band meeting, he was always late. He was always late for band meetings. And the only meeting that he was on time is when they fired him. <laughs> 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 ah. So, thank well, you. Well, <laughs> Steve,
2: Steve just came out to San Francisco with us, and he uh, he told me that one day he's like, I'm going to... Go meet Charlie. Don't surf.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah,
2: and I guess like, uh, that, uh, you know, that was code. Yeah, that was code for something. But yeah. I guess there was a guy, Charlie. Um. And there was, yeah. Okay. I don't all know. Right, about all that. right. He's got a
1: lot of stories. But too. I, I got
2: Feeling to be friends here. You
1: know, like I'm a huge Clash fan, and Joe Strummer was a shit for me, and I got to be friends with him. You know, so that was a lot of fun. Well,
2: nice. I I I didn't I didn't get to meet him, but Joe's the one who. Brought me and Steve together. It yes. was a photograph of there Joe yeah. that I right, saw, right.
0: and and you actually kind of brought Steve here. I guess I, uh, that's what that's the way he tells the story. Is that he you came in, you <laughs> started talking to him in the shop. Uh, he was he was uh, intrigued by you. And I guess he you were, he
1: has that gallery or the yes uh, the, uh,
0: mostly rock and roll gallery. Right. I think yes. it's called. Yeah, yeah, down yes. in the French Quarter, and they, uh, w- now I I assume you were romancing him with uh, tales of mystery. Uh, no, I uh, he was of the here to shoot uh, <laughs> the and <Truman> capote hype.
2: <laughs> I got. I, I thought I knew every. I thought I knew most of the cla- published clash photographs, and I saw something that I had never seen before. I tracked it down, and it turned out to be one of his photographs. And I found his number. I called him. We ended up spending an hour on the phone talking. He was was living in Pacifica,
3: right. and I
2: find oh, out okay. he was coming to town to photograph the Pogues. That we're doing a show with Louis Michaud at, at uh, Pogatrinas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, we had
0: Spider Stacy on the, yeah, exactly. on the podcast so, early so on. So
2: all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, yeah. you know, me and Steve are just like, we're best friends that we have never met before. Right? And, He's a cool uh, guy. I said, well, okay. let's get together when you come to town, you know? Let's, yeah. Let's connect. Let's talk Do hook you up. know
1: mm. Steve Pike? No. He's another British photographer. Steven Pike, yes. Yeah. Ter- terrific. He's been on photographer. the show. Yeah, we had him on. Uh, He's another great British photographer and <laughs> I don't. shot a lot of Pogues. And stuff yeah, did like
0: a lot of. He was uh, started off in a band, and yeah. then uh, then uh, uh, decided he didn't want to be in a band. He'd rather uh, photograph, photograph bands. Yeah. And so he said, suddenly I was uh, staying in hotels for the first time and, <laughs> yeah, and getting of, paid for for all right. my trips yeah. <laughs> so
1: instead of living you know, <laughs> so sitting in the
0: van. He's, so he's yeah, in the van, <laughs> so he's he's, so. he's, he's uh, shot everything with the same camera that he started with. He's still shooting with that same camera. Anyway, we've do, this is a huge digression. I digress. Uh, I digress. Uh, but because the point is. Uh, that uh, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get to our sponsorship issue here. This is ah. in this, our two minutes of podcast housekeeping and we'll just skip all the all the the bit and and we'll say uh we do have the venmo and paypal links there and the show notes of every show and the the uh pinned facebook page there and uh you know we 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 are a listener supported operation we have uh cocktails we have cocktails for the guests you know the 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 uh podcast runs on notebooks and drinks And, uh, so to that end, we, uh, we appreciate all the support we get from, uh, the, the, uh, people who support us sporadically, as well as the people that support us uh, habitually, uh, like our our Patreon patrons. Love those people. And uh, shout out to all the Patreon patrons. I I I would mention your names, but I think most of you would rather remain nameless. (laughs)
2: Anonymous.
0: (laughs) Anonymous, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, you know, to that end, uh, yes, uh, you know, support the podcast, uh, uh, subscribe uh, to the podcast. Uh, rate and review wherever you're listening to it. Give us five stars. Uh, Cost you nothing. Helps us out a lot. Uh, follow us on social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, tell your friends about it. We have the uh, Troublemen podcast T-shirts. That are available in, in all sizes and uh, and uh, uh, colors, many many colors. And that reminds me, I, I off, something I often forget is to uh, give the the guest uh, some Troublemen podcast stickers. But as I'm mentioning the t-shirts, I'm actually thinking of that. So here, this yes. is a very ceremonial uh, presentation. Why do you have the
1: two of diamonds? There are four uh, diamonds. Uh, uh, I have a,
0: I carry a, a a playing card in in my along with my uh, my credit card and my. My driver's license. It's a credit card, uh, a, a a playing card I found on the ground. You know, sometimes you you just see a, a random playing card loose on the ground. You, you keep your eye out for them. You'll see them. So occasionally I'll pick one up and I just added that to my my. It's it's only three things I carry, and that's one of them. Uh, to maybe just so okay. someone will so <laughs> someone right, will yeah. mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm that's very cool. sentimental. You know, yeah. I have pairs of shoes that I haven't worn in. 25 years, I still keep just because they, yeah. they, they, I'm, I'm very sentimental that way. Um, anyway, I, I think that's enough of all that. Let's get back to you, Ben, because um, you're a very interesting guy. Uh, <laughs> you're exciting to Manny. Um, uh, so
1: and you have a deck of cards on you. <laughs> he's, got sorry, a, he's playing with a full deck. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's that. playing with a full deck. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, we're. I, I mentioned that you you took over uh, uh, sort of running the, the the hall in 1993. I guess you went to Oberlin. Okay, we don't skip over that. That's. Uh, so you went to NOCA. Um, yes. Now was yeah. Bert Burrow still at NOCA when you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Dr. You Bro studied was with Doc. Back. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He was, uh, I, I went to NOCA myself as a as, as a senior and yeah. and. and and studied with Walter uh, again at that time. Yeah, uh, but uh, I guess uh, Ellis was gone. Was it Clyde Carr? Was uh, Clyde Carr was was nice. our professor? Was nice. the
2: jazz you know uh, professor right. Burt Bro and. Uh, Miss Alfaro. Miss
0: Alfaro was still <laughs> yeah. there. Wow, man, she hung on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great program, man. Un- Amazing, un- unbelievable. unbelievable.
2: Up on Webster.
0: You were yeah. in the old building, the yeah. Old when building. it was, there was like two practice rooms. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, in the yard. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you could go
0: practice in the yard. Yeah. Right, right. I was there with
2: Todd Duke. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Todd was like a year ahead of me, and uh, Marlon Jordan was okay. a year ahead of me, and then. Uh, Nicholas and Mark Bro were like a, a year okay a year lower than me. So we but we were all all of us sort of all overlap.
0: Now Nicholas gets a lot of house. Mark Bro, what, yeah. what a what I mean, Mark Bro plays at the, at at the hall yeah. all the time. Yeah. What an amazing player, man!
2: I, I Mark's I, I, Mark's a you know he's a genius. It's, yeah, you know, the guys, yeah, it's a well
0: that's a pretty auspicious uh, class to be in with all those people. Yeah. at, at Noke, uh-huh. I'm saying.
2: It was amazing because, uh, you know, Clyde would, would tell us about, uh, you know, where he was playing around town. And Nicholas, he was so far ahead of us, you know, musically. Okay. That, uh, and I was, I had the car. Okay. So I was the, I was the ride. Right. You right. know, so we had a friend. One guy lived out in the East. He played drums at Greater St. Stephen's. And mm-hmm. then I uh, ended up becoming a, a B3 player out there. And, uh, Michael Robinson. And, uh, PJ Morton talks about Michael all the time because, yeah, as being like the guy that he looked up to. Nice, uh, but yeah, Michael played played drums and keyboards, and then Nicholas trumpet, and Mark was just starting. Uh, Marlon Jordan was, like I said, he just graduated. Mm-hmm. But we would go, we'd go out and see, like you know, Red Tyler and sure. Like little there was like little clubs. Um, there used to be a little strip over on um, Earhart. Where that like city liquor wholesaler is, right, right. I think there's like a, a, it's now a veterinary place. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Discount
0: veterinary place. So when
1: did you get a car? You said you never had a car.
2: Ah, this is the uh, yeah in high school once when I got a driver's license. Oh, okay. Your parents parents never had a car. Yeah, my parents never had a car, but then eventually I had a yeah. My mom used to rent cars, like when it was our day to carpool to Uh Newman after mcdonough 15 i, I ended up okay now he lets town. it slip
0: all right all right. Yeah. now he lets it slip he says yeah. he's, he's not going to mention newman in the bio but, <laughs> but it comes out okay all yeah. right well, why yeah, would you i
2: mentioned it here where everybody you know immediately knows what that means right now, so yeah my parents decided that i'm going to go from mcdonough 15 in sixth grade to newman in seventh grade okay was, you know <laughs>
0: culture shock
2: uh, well certain... i mean more than that it's like it's almost like child abuse, you know. <laughs> it's, you know, and then, but the days that we had carpool, she would, she would
0: have to rent a car. That's hilarious. I don't know.
2: It was like this crazy thing where she would catch a a cab to the airport and rent a car. Holy moly! For two days, that oh my god! They were like our two carpool days, and
1: is that because
2: because uh, she was my mom? Because she was to hide know, the
1: shame. What's that? <laughs> Is that it's to hide the shame. Well, so to she so she didn't have to carpool
0: in a cab with the kids. You yeah, know? yeah,
2: yeah. Probably would have been cheaper. Keeping up appearances. It probably you know, would have been cheaper in though. though in a <laughs> cab. <laughs> right? It
0: would have been cool to get dropped off with your whole carpool in front of uh, uh in a, Newman cab, yeah. a, a totally, cab. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, unless, yeah, yeah unless. United cab. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you still know the number. Uh,
0: five, two, two, nine, seven, seven, one, baby. That's right. Uh, Alex McMurray still, he, he doesn't have much admiration for me, but to, to the degree he does, it, it, it <laughs> mostly centers on the fact that one time he was like, yeah, I don't know uh i think we need to call a cab and i just spit it out to him he goes wow you have that memorized it's like yeah it's the only i
2: mean it's the, the only it's the cab number. company so here the company. I mean, i've got i've got three phone numbers memorized <laughs> yeah you know united cab wwoz and my my friend and who's your a drug warrior. dealers okay oh this, guy. <laughs> oh this guy
0: yeah well you know he's
2: <laughs> <Chevrolet>. <laughs> well, what, what my else? rabbi oh okay right.
1: yeah.
0: uh, oh nice nice you're real rabbi.
1: My real
2: rabbi. Okay,
0: because I know other people that will say, "Oh, he's my rabbi," and then they don't. They don't. It's not. Re- he's not really a rabbi. Good for you, man. That's uh, again. What's okay? his rabbi's number? The rabbi's number. Yeah. You don't have to give his number out here. <laughs> she.
2: She. Okay. Oh,
0: okay. So you're a uh, you're a Toro, uh, Toro member. All yeah. right. No, I say yeah. I was gonna know just from just by you say <laughs> she. yeah. Uh, we're, oh, we're we're uh, well. Since nice. uh, I, w- I wasn't Female gonna mention rabbi. it, but uh, uh, Happy uh, New sure. Year! Happy New Year! Yes, we're in the days of all. We awe. actually we went
2: to the same synagogue growing up. Oh, okay. So we you went, went to Havertillum.
0: Yeah. All right. Nice, nice, Which nice. Which is no longer there. No longer there. It's now uh, a uh, Walgreens, I think. Yeah. Um. So but, you, you went know, to a
1: synagogue while you were growing up. I thought you were. growing
0: up. Uh, he, he was to... growing up. I was grown. Oh, well, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm ten years. I'm nine years older than Ben. I think but his family went to have What? tell him what? Uh, have tell him it's got a chet sound We're on it i'm 10% That's
1: jewish on know. my
2: agent side <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh okay it was great
2: because there was a Popeyes that backed up to the the synagogue so right. occasionally you'd get this big walk you, you could smell it of it. like of, of burning Popeyes, chickens. Exhaust. Yeah. Uh, it's actually like, it's, it's it smells it's good. It's like looking next to it good, It's yeah. incredible. Right, right, You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, bet, man. It was, you know, brutal on the, on Yom Kippur, but,
3: <laughs>
0: yes, yes, which is right around the corner. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in the days of awe, you know, between uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Yeah, we, we refer to have it as too many fucking the, holidays. The days so. of awe.
1: <laughs> Fuck the holidays with you, people <laughs>
0: They're mostly sad <laughs> when holidays. When is Sukkot coming up? That already <laughs> uh, passed. You right? see, that's why I don't want to bring up holidays. Sukkot is coming, my favorite coming. It's coming up, Manny <laughs> uh, This is Manny
1: man, man, loves well, let's that joke. You never get to at some point. wait a minute though. I saw on campus just on the first because I. I work at the big campus here. Mm-hmm. And what's I saw that? what's the big campus? Uh, the the Tulane University there? Okay. And I saw during the first week of school, they had this booth set up and there was these rabbis there. Uh-huh. And I don't know I told, and 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 the Jewish kids would come by and they'd put a yarmulke on them, and then they would strap these, like, leather straps all over their arms. yeah, they're laying tefillin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck M- is that be, about? Uh, must
0: be Chabad, you know, <laughs> I'm guessing that's like the, the their, their, uh, you know, the, have the, the... And then
1: the guy came up, and I was walking, because I was going to my car, the guy said, Shalom Shabbat, I said, what? And he said, Shalom Shabbat. And I said, okay, Shabbat right. Shalom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom. Shalom. Right, but right. what the hell is that? It looks like they were about ready to shoot up or something. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> you know I, think,
3: I think
0: there is a Tori Amos video where they, right. they actually have, uh, they, they, they... Is she a rabbi? They, no, no, but but Who she, is Tori Amos? She's a piano player, oh, singer, right, recording artist. Yeah. She actually conflates... She's the
1: one who loves the animals, right? I, I guess. She I, does those commercials for, for the animals? I think that's a different singer. Oh, okay. I think that's uh, a,
0: a different, uh, that's a Canadian singer, I can't recall Uh my name. But uh, uh, anyway. um. Petra. I forget her name. Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, some people are yelling at us right now. It's it's, it's not important to remember. Who's this. yelling at us? No, I mean, in the, people listening to the podcast oh, are yelling okay. at us. Uh, the,
1: How the, do you the person's know that? Name.
0: I'm just guessing. Oh, I'm just speculating. Right. Speculation on okay. my part. Okay. Anyway, um, I thought
1: that was crazy, going nuts. They're rapping. You know, I thought they were that's shooting uh, up jokes uh, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no. I think it's that's uh, Chabad. They're trying to uh, identify potentially uh, potential members. targets of uh, that might want to. Become ultra orthodox and uh, draw them in. It's a uh, so it's know, like a cult. Eh, no, no, it's not a cult. It's it's
1: a sect. It's cultish. a uh, it's, cultish. It's cultish. Siggle. It's yeah. a sect. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an all religious cultish, name. right? Well, yeah, that is a good The cultish, band, the cultish. Uh,
0: man. You know, uh, now that we're into this <laughs> deep enough, I saw in the news today that there is a uh, uh, in in Bucktown, it's right over in, in the Jefferson Parish side of of that. That uh, someone has put up a Halloween uh, display that's raising a, a lot of controversy. It's a, it's a, it's a. Cool. A, it had many complaints. It's a uh, this guy. He is ha- has his yard very uh, lavishly decorated with you know horrible uh, images for Halloween. To me, this is too early for Halloween yet. You can't can't start putting up shit until October for I Halloween. Think October first is. Yeah, the, that's is that's the... the earliest possible,
2: but. But uh, a magazine too. I know on the weekends they it start the already. I, off. Yeah. It's, it's, too yeah. it's too early. It's too early. I mean the cops are out there well, because the this street. town
1: has a re- has to have a reason to fucking celebrate anything. Right, right, right. Because they we don't, don't need know a what reason. the reason. F- no, well, we don't
0: need a reason. Yeah,
1: I know, but it's like it, it, instead of like dealing with your education, your crime, and your police and all that, they'd rather have a fucking you know street festival, or whatever you know.
0: Well, Manny always says he, he was in a traffic jam because there was a uh, a second line for a dead
1: battery. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then, anyway, back to this report, it was uh there, it's getting a lot of complaints because the guy had, had created this uh Halloween display which was Satan uh uh like a huge Satan figure, you know, horns and all that whole all that imagery, uh, decapitating Jesus <laughs> on the cross. Jesus on the cross with with a priest on the cross to one side and a and a nun to the cross on the on a cross on the other side. And people are saying this is very disrespectful. This is this is a horrible image of Satan uh decapitating
1: Jesus. <laughs> where is <it>? you guys <laughs> let me know where this is, I gotta it's, go. Uh, man, and see. Man, Yes,
0: man. He's turned on by this idea. It's <laughs> a tickling your fancy. That's hilarious,
1: if you ask <laughs> but, me. But
0: so I was thinking about it. I didn't give it a, I didn't. This didn't occur to me while I was watching this. But it occurred to me while I was setting up for the podcast tonight. I was thinking, well, you know. The image of a crucifix is so gruesome to begin with. Yeah. Okay, if you're not indoctrinated into that, like that's that's an ex- that's a guy being executed. Yeah. So, if you're cool with that, wh- I mean, where do you draw the line, you know? It's like it's it's already an execution that you're deifying here. Now, this is going a lot of people are going to be upset by me talking about this. I but. mean, you
2: had me at down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we've really gone far afield there, here. Now, I'm, I'm,
2: yeah. Right, I, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm very well. We got to go. Maybe we could do a show from that place.
0: Well, perhaps. Maybe perhaps we could do our Halloween show. <laughs> perhaps from that we could do it. Do a, yeah. do a, do a sure. on location there. We should
1: there. have. Uh, we'll get a rabbi, a priest, and a nun. To and be the guy who guest. the
2: guy the guys. The guy who whose house this is. Oh yeah, find no. Whose house, oh, and find this guy. the, the oh, guy yeah.
0: the guy goes on. They, they interview him <laughs> and he's not shy. He says, "Yeah, my girlfriend broke up with me over this because she was getting so many threatening letters at her fam- or threatening notes and calls at her family business." Gotta
1: get this guy on and, the show. And, I like this and, guy. And, yeah. and she yeah, this she,
0: guy. she asked, "Could I take it down?" And I said, "Absolutely not."
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely. Gee, has what, the... What's he gonna do for Christmas? Well, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, we gotta get this guy on the show, man. Uh, I
0: like it. I like it. I, okay, man. It's, you know, we always find the next guests from the, from yeah. the, the shows we're doing. Um, well, I, I don't know uh, So one other thing we needed to talk to you about Since we're getting very far afield Is we yeah. had uh, uh, Burning Man was a, uh, was a big disaster a couple yeah. weeks ago And it turns out, Manny When I said on the podcast that they had less than an inch of rain To cause all that I was correct Because that episode came out And one of our, our listeners Chimed in and said It was one half an inch of rain And then he went on to say that he was familiar with that, that terrain that that uh, it was hard as a rock when it was dry and it was soup when it was wet. And they would call it moon dust is the way hmm. the all the, the guys that would do, like, testing out there, like, you know, well, you that's know proving true, cause, grounds and I, stuff.
1: Because I, I heard the reports I saw was like, they had a whole year's rain. A season's rain. But that, in in but that a, one night. Right, but a season's rain is half an inch.
0: That's that's the thing. It's it's desert. It's,
1: but anyway, yeah, I so... I don't think that's right. I think my, that's bullshit. No, Who no, said
0: no, that? that was, no, it's true. Look, look it up. Everybody check it out. But uh, I was going to ask Ben about this because I know that you have attended Burning Man. Yeah. One time or more than once?
2: Oh, no, several times. Several times. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, you can tell us because... To me, looking at it from the outside, I think, okay, it's very dusty. It's very hot. Yes. It's dirty. Oh, Um, yeah. It's all those things. What is the
2: appeal? What's the appeal? The rain? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I guess there is no appeal. No, he's thinking. He's thinking. thinking thinking You take acid? (laughs) You know, for me, uh, I was really dubious about going... And the first time I went, and some friends who I, um, who I looked up to creatively, mm-hmm. uh, encouraged me to attend, and I just couldn't wrap my brain around what what could possibly be any better than just living in New Orleans and uh. Mardi Gras and <laughs> where you know, it's like,
0: moist like, and yeah yeah yeah, and, or, or just
2: going to, and like uh, a festival without live music, and I, I didn't really understand the the principles of it and the, the that's
0: where the, i'm at now that's why i'm asking
2: you and then when i got there uh it just it all of a sudden just made all all the sense in the world to okay. me okay yeah and it's it's truly one of the most incredible spectacles um you know it, it's it, you can you i wouldn't dare compare it to mardi gras it just it doesn't deserve to be it's like comparing mardi gras to you know carnival and in Rio de Janeiro, you can't. They're totally compare. different, yeah, different you, animals. You know, just, yeah, yeah. they're different beasts, mm. and uh, it just depends, you know, the people that you end up with, and the people, you know, who you're you're there with. But the uh, the what I liked about I I had friends out there this year that, and I knew exactly that the the whole thing was just a bunch of bullshit. That you know the rain was just uh, you know that it was completely over. You know.
0: overblown. The reporting totally reportage overblown. was yeah, totally, uh, excessive. Totally
2: overblown. Okay, but uh, I I also every year you go there, it's the same thing that you know everybody in New Orleans gripes about is just like the people who are coming in for the scene uh-huh. and not to be you know and not the voyeurs and not the participants. Okay, and that's the difference. And and like at Burning Man, everybody's always bitching about the difference between you know the people who are participating and the people who are voyeurs and and every now and then you need something like that to just kind of you know clean the slate uh-huh. and just start over again and start fresh and just be like okay well we're back it's kind of like after katrina you know like it was like if you if you were here after katrina like you were you were you were the shit. you know what i mean like and it's if if you live through that time period if you never left, if you just like, if you if you stuck it out and you were here clearing houses and you were here, right? Like helping people get back on their feet. The mud, it's the I mean, dirt, it's, you, it's the filth. Uh, you know, music is 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 um, an enormous part of my like being, but really, um, creativity in all of its forms is is important to me. Uh, painting, uh, any form of like creative. Uh, output you know whether it's literature or film or experiential art
1: so what's at burning or, man though, well, they yeah, have a the lot DJ. of sculpture apparently oh, right
0: yeah.
2: it's, it's I a mean,
0: tremendous no, music? you know
2: i mean just, just the fact that you don't know I, I understand where your brain tends to go towards the sex and towards the no no we're just, know, trying to f- just trying to trying to figure and, out no no you know, right, just, that that's, that's what i think gets no what's the admission for burning man i i don't know
0: do they even charge is there an admission
2: i
1: don't yeah know. It's, i okay. think
2: it's i think it's pretty expensive actually okay. to get oh. in All you know right. um, and if you have
1: a motor home you're uh, like uh, i
2: think I, you're, I, you're I, like you're gonna spend like five thousand dollars if you go out there with yeah the i never asked home, because uh, like the, yeah the heat you know, and the, the heat can and the dust go out there with a uh, backpack and just wing it yeah forget you know about it, yeah. or you can it's just you know same like jazz fest like you know you can either get a hotel room and get a ticket and get like the, you know, WZ, you know, get the, the brass pass and do the whole thing and just do it and get the tickets to all the shows and, and do it or just you can just show up and like, you know, hang out outside Tipitina's and hope you like see somebody and, right, like, right, right. and walk in. I mean, it's, you know, you can do it however you want. Now, need, let me ask, why was Chris it. Rock at Burning Man? Why do you think he was there this past Why do I burning? think he was there?
1: Yeah, why do you think he, cuz he's the last people, guy I would think would be at Burning Yeah, Land. but I mean
2: like why is who's the the guy from like Microsoft who like you know used to come to Jazz Fest every year? The guy with uh you know you know, I have no you know, idea. Knew, I mean, who knows why? Right, right, you know, right. I, I, I yeah, you know. I can
0: see Chris Rock going there. I mean, Chris Rock can be anywhere he wants. He could be on a, a you know, a. Uh, you
1: should a, be in court right now suing Will Smith.
2: is well. what he should be doing. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> That's well. a
1: stupid. You know, he's an yeah, idiot. I think.
2: I suing. think he got. I think he got his. I, I think he came out on.
0: On top, yes, on top I agree. Yeah, 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 one, yeah, for sure. Chris Rock yeah. seems like the bigger man, for that. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To
2: Chris Rock, come on, way on Actually, top. Actually, when I saw Chris, I saw when I when I found out that when I saw like you know some videos of him out there, I thought to myself, oh, I I liked him a lot more. Oh, he's for very. I've like, always he's liked very him. He's very likable. But yeah, I just like yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, you know, like you're gonna, you know, you you can't you can't plan on it being what I liked about it is you. You can't plan on it being three days or four days or a week or two weeks. You just have to, if you're going to do it and do it right, you just have to, you go. And it's kind of like the closest thing now to, at that time, to sort of, I guess, following the dead. Okay. You know, and you just, you, you kind of go, you know, if the wind's blowing that way, you go that way. And if the wind's blowing this way, you go that way. And and uh, that's, I appreciated that. You know, yeah, I've been no, working no, since I-, I was 22 and... That was Did you, know, you the, bring your tuba? I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, We, no did, kidding. we did we did we did a, a memorial for to the who? founder.
1: Oh, to the founder, Yeah, Bray he maybe? passed
2: away. And uh one of his requests was that the Preservation Hall band come and play
1: oh, oh. Uh, so the a whole memorial the, for him at
2: the, the whole band went. A few yeah, several members. Or it was, enough yes, of enough yeah, of it. we okay. all went out there wow, we very all cool. camped together. Nice. And uh we lived on a bus out there. Um Walter Harris and uh uh, Kerry Hunter,
0: Walter Harris, the drummer.
2: Yeah, I know Walter Harris. Yeah, Walter came, <laughs> nice. changed his life. You know, changed okay. his life, man. I, I haven't uh, seen
0: Walter in a few years. Walter's Brandon, very involved Clint. in the in yeah. the uh, the the Mardi Gras Indian scene. Yeah. He, you yeah, know Walter's yeah. got a tremendous man. Walter would be a great a great guest on this podcast. I tell yeah, you what, you should what.
2: get Walter out here, man.
0: Oh yeah, he and I are tight, man. I haven't yeah. seen him in a few years. He lives. I don't. Know, I wonder if he's got still in Violet, in, in Violet cut off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man, that uh, he he's wild, man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah,
2: we all went out there and uh you know, it was life-changing for all of us. I mean, for me, it was it was important because I got to bring these I got to bring a a group of people who I knew would appreciate the creativity of the space, you know.
0: And that had to be mind-blowing for like somebody like Walter, man. Bro. Like he's never seen anything like that before. <laughs>
2: But it made perfect sense. Yeah, you know, for the world that he grew up in, and and like growing up in like the lower nine, and and I'm well, really Holy Cross, and right, you know, Indian, the world that he grew up in, this the creativity, it it all, everything made sense to him. He was, he really felt, he felt at peace there. Nice, and that's part of it. Is that it's a big event. It's seventy thousand people. You're gonna, you know. You you need to connect with a few thousand people, and you're, you're good. You know what I mean? Seventy sure. so thousand people. Uh, it's like if you connect with like one okay. percent of them, you're good. Right. I'm right. nervous yeah. around YouTube. One percent is right like 7, yeah. 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 seventy people. Seventy thousand. You're coming yeah. with me next year. Uh, <laughs> no. We're gonna do this. Broad, well, we'll do the podcast from Burning yeah. Man. Next oh, okay. Year. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll be burning challenge. something, but I won't be a burning man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> burning daylight challenge from Mister Ben Jaffe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Ben, uh, man, uh, we—I we, I love this. Like when when we—I st- have so many notes, and we we hardly got to any of them. We, <laughs> we, that's, this is really what this podcast is supposed to be—is is like the ride to the podcast, yeah, uh, or the ride away from the podcast, where everybody yeah. just forgets that they're trying to bring up. Nah, I mean,
2: look, I mean, truth is, we could sit here all night and talk. I mean, I, we still haven't even gotten to Jimmy's because that was like I mean from like okay well know, let's get
0: into Jimmy's I like don't want to disappoint you from
2: to like 88 at Jimmy's that was like my shit and you know. and
0: and I was there at that time. so Jimmy's, especially I was underage for a yeah. lot of that. You had to be way underage for for a lot of that. well but but you could you could hang outside and hear the ideas. bands. I mean, and then you could and then Jimmy's, if it was a a, a friendly doorman, you know, yeah, if you had any us. anything that yeah. uh, okay, sure yeah you know they they would let us all but in. We always
2: knew you know you knew somebody who was playing you right right, right. You know.
0: It was such a scene, man. I mean, I, I saw so many great bands there. I saw Iggy play there. I saw yeah. uh, Los Lobos, the first time they came yeah. to New Orleans, the, played there. Um, man, uh, on and on and on. John Cale played there. Uh, man, uh, that was... Go yeah, ahead. Yeah,
2: because, I, mean, I mean, that was, like, I guess for our generation, that was the, our warehouse, I guess. You know, that right? was, like, the, the closest thing. And then the shows on the boat, on the president, you know... The Jazz Fest shows on the President, but right? That, that that was a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I had like B 52s oh X on the on the boat. Uh, Iggy yeah. on the boat as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was. Tremendous. I mean the boat,
2: my God! I mean that's. I saw you two on the boat. Yeah. Um, big Country, uh, General Public, Fats Domino with Alan Toussaint. One man. One night I saw, I saw, Alan Toussaint, Fats Domino. And Ernie Cato, on like and 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 Doctor John, and one night on the boat.
0: That's a nice program. My
2: dad brought me down there with him. Yeah, man. You know, that's one night. Yeah, That was yeah, the first yeah. time I ever saw like, I ever saw anybody do you know the whole Ernie Ernie used to do the cape where he right, would fall er, to his knees. Right, right. James cape, Brown kind of thing. And I remember yeah, he yeah. fell to his knees. And I was, and never ter- I was up? a kid. I was terrified. Yeah, it's like I was terrified. I like I, gri- I went and like ran and found my dad. You know, like dad, someone's got it. You know, like I didn't, I didn't know it was part of the. It was like the yeah. shtick, like that it was part of the show. Uh-huh. Right. I was terrified. I mean, I really thought that, like, like go get something. Like, go get it. Like he, he fell. He's on his knees. Like, I mean, I had me. Nice. You know, and that was the night my dad. Like, I finally something clicked in my head that night where it was like, oh no, like showbiz he's like there's a whole he's like there's a bunch of he's like there's a, there's a whole tradition like, there's of a the, tradition of right, this right, yeah right. like exactly like you know right. and the, you know James Brown carried it forward but it was it was that moment where i was like oh this is a magic trick you know this is it is, is like a magic trick and, mirrors, it, it, and like it, okay it, this is this is showbiz this is like all of that you know like wrapped it, it, up in the one really but it was ernie a,
0: it really is a beautiful I mean, magic trick i i
2: remember like dr john i remember um the gentleman who lived in the french quarter he used to do his costumes um Chris Owen Chris Owen yeah had nothing to do with Dr.
1: John oh I I thought he's a gentleman no no no
2: this this gentleman was a uh, friends with Odetta and he had a mask store in the French Quarter and he used to do Dr. John's costumes I remember being backstage and Dr. John I mean they were trying to get this outfit together on, Mm -hmm. on Mac and they just ended up having to staple it yeah to his like to his pants uh-huh. you know it just got to the point where they were where they just <laughs> like all the feathers and everything were just I remember they had like the staple gun and I'm just you know like 9, 10 years old you know just seeing this all like go down
0: Right? is this how ad hoc like, this is it's amazing is. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's incredible <laughs> right. like you're like this is how it's done right <laughs> like wow yeah. you know yeah those were powerful those those shows on The President were were life changing nights yeah and man Then, well, then well, the shows at Jimmy because we had there's all the young guys who were playing up there too that you were all part. You were part of like, I mean, there was the cold, right? But then there was like all the other bands. Sure,
0: yeah, um, yeah, a, yeah, tons of. Not groups. the
2: Radiators, but the Radiators, uh, like the children of the Radiators.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, so many the different young scenes bass in well, there. Was,
2: I think his dad was in the Radiators. Mm. There was a young bass player. Uh, um, I don't know. It's not ringing a, a bell, ring a bell, right bell now. No, all? it's
0: it's not not ringing a bell right now, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, New Orleans is such a such a town of musicians. You know, I sometimes I'd g- go on gigs and, and uh, be playing with somebody and go, "Wow, man, you play great! Uh, how long you been here?" They like, go, "My whole life." <laughs> How how I have I been playing here in in bands and yeah. even so, not just band but like you know society things you know how have I not ever run across you? Do you before? remember like
2: I mean do you remember like the beer garden on Magazine Street? Oh absolutely, Tyler's and, like, yeah yeah. Do you remember Tyler's and what about uh, Rosie's?
0: Um, I never went to Rosie's. My my parents would go to Rosie's, yeah. but I would go to Tyler's because they would let me in. Right. And because, you know, I was like, was stud- that, like studying with Mezikowski and like, yeah. so it would be like, you know, Mezikowski and Torkinowski and, and Vodakovich or sometimes Ricky Sebastian yeah. playing and they'd be playing, backing up like Willie T right. or, uh, you know... uh, uh uh, Red Tyler played in, right. in a lot yeah. of those bands too, and, and uh, James Rivers had uh-huh. a night, he always played there. And, what about and like
2: Earl Turbenton, did you ever... Earl,
0: uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing Earl uh, like at at the Tulane, you know, like UC. So did you ever
2: make it downtown to like like uh, Lou and Charlie's?
0: I went to U- Lou and Charlie's uh, once or twice with my parents. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's uh, as a kid, the, all those clubs will let you in if you, if your parents brought yeah. you. you know, they, yeah, if you were with your care. folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. But for me, like uh, for me, the Glass House. Glass
0: House, was sure like, man. Was
2: uh, that was the really
0: Dirty Dozen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: going to because all all those guys' dads played with played at Preservation Hall, like Frog Joseph.
0: Frog. Oh, okay, so you remember
2: Frog? Oh yeah, I mean, I used to drive Frog to work every night nice yeah nice um uh yeah because frogs gerald and kirk were you know
0: right right yeah so we had uh, in, the, in the dozen right yeah Yeah. we had 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 kirk on the show during uh during the pandemic and yeah. and also uh, craig klein we had during the pandemic talked yeah. a lot about about frog
2: craig was trying to find charlie gabriel's house today he was, he was headed over there was texting me about the address he was like you know no, that's a guy
0: I, that's a guy I'd like to have on the podcast Charlie, I don't know if Charlie maybe yeah. you put in a good word for Charlie for, with and us uh,
2: tell me when and where this might be a little late for him but <laughs> uh, you know
0: we'll, we'll give him a ride home <laughs> alright I'll, t- I'll bring him <laughs> don't worry <It's... laughs> well uh, I mean as you said we could talk forever Ben but uh, I think we need to wrap it up here yeah man. we've uh, got a show yeah, Thank we're, this you. A good, we. Got a show. This is a yeah, podcast, a man. Show. This is a great podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you know, you've done great things with with the Preservation I Hall that. organization. I, I love that that you're now you've taking o taken over uh, the the uh, uh, Toulouse Theater. Yes. Uh, I yeah. ran into you. I I I this this your appearance on the podcast started with me going to see a terrific. A uh, young band from Chicago. These girls, uh, uh, horse girl, yeah, playing. And I, I turned to to my right, and you were standing right next to me. I was like, "Hey Ben, yeah. yeah. why don't you come on my podcast?"
2: <laughs> First and foremost, I mean, I love music. You yeah, know? man, it's a great just, room. And, it's a storied uh, room. You know, I I used to go there with a uh, you know when I was a kid, and you know,
0: that's where like, One More Time was, one right? More time yeah, with,
2: yeah. Like you know, Vernell, right. And all the musicians that are playing in New Orleans today, all, you know, Herlin Riley and, like, you know, Topsy Chapman and uh, Walter's aunt, uh, Anita um, Brooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Juanita Brooks. Juanita. Juanita Brooks. I mean, she was... Yeah, is, I mean,
0: is is that Walter Payton's aunt? No,
2: wa, wa, uh, Walter Harris. Walter Harris. I didn't that's realize Walter, that. That's his aunt. I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Yeah.
0: I loved. Uh, it's so crazy how yeah. everybody's related yeah. here. You know, I was,
2: uh, Mark um, Brooks. You know Mark Brooks and Detroit Brooks.
0: Oh uh, well, I I know Detroit is 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 uh, Juanita's
2: brother. Yeah, that's Walter's uncles
0: did not realize yeah. that man yeah it's crazy. His mom, Walter's
2: crazy. that's Walter's mother's brothers
0: I was in a band
1: with cousins i
0: was I was in a band with juanita that played the Ascona jazz festival yeah, right befo- like, about thirty years ago
2: yeah yeah I got pictures in my phone of like juanita like you know i i was I spent two months in Paris with her oh, cool. uh in like ninety three all right. You know, nice. I've got like, you know, now that, you know, it's, it's crazy to me to, you know.
0: 30 oh, years ago, man. Yeah,
2: 30 years ago. <laughs> Time yeah.
0: flip passes like that. Uh,
2: but yeah, but I mean, that, that's, that was the world I grew up in. And, you yeah, know, man. I knew all those people growing up and, um, Vernell, uh, you know, Vernell Bagnaris, uh-huh. Bagnaris, right, 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 know, right. Who, who created One More Time yep. and, uh, and all those musicians I mean it's right around the corner from us so and man. Walter Walter played in in the Walter Payton played in the pit in the orchestra for it so right
0: right that's right yeah man oh man right, Such well, a, I gotta pee like the cooling uh, yeah, dam yeah, yeah. so We I gotta have say good we gotta up. Go. So, uh, we gotta go so uh, as always and the, thank you so much Ben it's been absolutely we, we, we definitely will have a part two with you and uh, as we always say in the Troubled Men podcast
1: trouble never ends as the struggle continues Good, good night. night.
2: Good night.